Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PvP BearCast. I am Doc, and before we get going tonight, I just wanted to fill you guys in on what happened last week. As we were recording, uh, Audacity cut out recording some of Ursus's audio starting at the 25-minute mark, so we lost a solid 40 minutes of recording time. So what we're going to do this week is we are going to play for you the 25 minutes that we have from last week and then continue our conversation where we left off and add in the content we had planned for this week. Uh, Destiny 2, is is there really, like, anything else to talk about right now? Welcome, everybody, to episode three of the PvP Bearcast. Um, your cave. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> I'm your caveman. Hey, I'm your caveman. Oh. Yeah, no, that's good. All that's right. good. It only took you three episodes. You're, to screw up. you're our caveman. Should I? Should we? Who, should we... who is our doc? No, keep going. Who is our doc? <laughs> I'm the doc. I'm the doc. Doc is in the house today as well. Yo. Hey. And, and where, where's the bear at? I hear there's a bear in here. With uh... us I'm over here. I've left the bathroom finally. I've come out of hibernation from my bathtub. Hey. And uh, here we are. Nice of you to join us. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice game. <Kevin. laughs> yeah, you're Third episode. Me. I like it. I like the intro already. Mic. I'm getting a new mic. I'm getting a new mic. <laughs> here we are, eventually. I wasn't wow. lying. And here we are. So, yeah, Correct. episode three. I'm ready. We, have, yeah, I'm we ready. have a little bit to talk about this week, you know, just a little bit. Yeah. You know, small event happened last week that we'll we'll get to here in just a minute. But first, uh, we're going to start off with something a little new. We're going to kind of go over our week in Destiny. So, Cave, how has your week been? Dude, honestly, pretty good for the most part. I played a bunch of trials this weekend. It was it was actually pretty tough, uh, but yeah. I got disconnected a couple times. So annoying. Like, literally, on our final game, I was playing on Monday night with with uh, Paylog and uh, Runs on MT, and I ended up, like, getting kicked in our final game. It was stupid. We ended up winning, or they ended up winning, I guess. We were up 4-1, to, <laughs> we to one, and then I got kicked. And I was like, and we had lost our mercy, so I was, like, chipped out of going to the lighthouse on my third character, but, like, whatever. Oh, it was I... just more annoying than anything. Because That's sad. Because, yeah. because dedicated... Ser- no, never mind, we'll just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's... Uh, it, what was the map? I Exodus even, Blue. I don't know what the map Dude, my, it was. Exodus my favorite map. map. It is, it's a good map. map. It's a good yeah, map. Good. How was your week, Ursus? It was good. Uh, same old stuff for me, just doing pickups at night for the most part. Uh, we had a couple AM matches. What was it, last weekend? Um, which we'll get to in a little bit, but yeah. Same old stuff. Uh, they made a new curtain call for me to grab, and uh, that one's pretty cool too. I don't know which one I like better now—the original one or the full auto one. Guess I gotta practice more. Nice. Yeah, full auto, you gotta you gotta pull the trigger twice. It's just you just have to. Uh, but the old one I don't, so that's why I'm like I'm tilted. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to this crossroads in my life where I don't know if I should use one curtain call over the other. It's like it's very conflicting. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's 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 like a midlife crisis almost in your shotgun first, game. First, yeah. first world destiny problems. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Or, or uh, Doc, what'd you do this week, bro? Oh well, I had a, a league match which uh, we won, stayed undefeated, which is awesome. 
loving it. Uh, I got to play koalas hype. Yeah, koalas hype all the way. And then uh, played a little bit of trials this weekend. Got to lighthouse with Cave and Dilro. That was a f- surprisingly easy card. Oh, did we farm that card? I forgot I, about it. That was like I the f- first card of the weekend. It was yeah, like, I feel oh, like man. we didn't play a team that had an ELO over an eighteen hundred at all. It was weird. That's how I like it. it That's was, how I like it. It was very. <laughs> just go in and just. It was a very weird card. I will just yeah. say that. But yeah. no, other than that, you know, just. Random PvP here and there, a couple rumble games, a couple skirmishes or skirmish or salvage, whatever one it was, and then yeah, I think it was skirmish. And then doubles this week, got to farm up them doubles wins for them Grimoire. Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. Grimoire. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. moving on here. We're gonna go to some uh, website updates because there are some stuffs stuff in the workings. Ursus, if you want to give us the update on that. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing recently was that um, I've updated the team page to have everybody's profile stats um, under your team's banner. So everyone's level and your uh, leaderboard stats are all in one place, divided by team. Um, The only thing now is those stats and the main leaderboard page are not updated fully right now because the API went down. And as soon as uh, the API goes back up, we'll be able to start recording games again, which I think it is up. Uh, but nobody's played any um, league matches since it's been back up. So yeah, nothing was like to... recorded. Like it kind of it went yeah, down. That's and what like, I was... Once it came back up, the games that you were playing since it came back up have been recorded. But like nothing. There's like a, there's like a dead zone in the, with the games. Yeah, and that's weird because it's gone down before, and they were able to recover all this stuff. So. Um, that that's what I was gonna say. So anybody who did play an AM match and hopefully streamed it, uh, if you got a glimpse of the leaderboard or not the leaderboard, the carnage report at the end of the game, um, if you could send me those stats, then we can update your stuff accordingly. And if that stuff is just lost forever, uh, sorry, we'll we'll still update your wins and your team record and all that stuff, but your individual stats, there's no way for us to grab that back unless they, I, they come back with it. I so. would pretty yeah. much be okay with those stats being gone forever. <laughs> yeah. No, you I didn't, had good KDs. You did not play that. <laughs> no, I know. I had, I had like two good matches. I would like for them to come back. I know, up. We'll, I, we'll see. Hopefully they come back. I definitely pulled I, my average KD up over our last match, so I want those stats back. <laughs> Mine 100% went down. In fact, I remember my stats for the last game, but I'm not going to freaking tell you what they were so <laughs> fair enough all right it'll just come back now <laughs> so what everyone now wants to know about is the destiny 2 gameplay reveal right oh no we weren't done yet were oh, we? I, yeah. I skipped ahead on accident i think oh i was ready to talk oh, about okay it. never mind a couple then. more a couple more things go 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 uh, send all your clips to Aviant for our montage for our 100-member thing, and then sign up for our 100-member celebration <laughs> events, including the Rumble Tourney Lighthouse Runs, Featured Force Matches, and Force Clinics. Wow, Ursus I'll give you the link in the Discord. Super hype about talking about Destiny. <laughs> yeah, He's like... I know. De- I'm sorry. I got excited about Destiny 2. I, uh, I really enjoyed watching no, no. the reveal. Every, everybody's excited about it, dude. But I, for real, I'll, I'll post the links to sign up for those events if you guys haven't signed up for it yet. Um, and then we'll have more information on the structure of those tournaments and all that other stuff. Um, they are probably in a couple days. They are going to be fun. You're gonna want to do them. There's I, the more people yeah. we can get to do it, the better. Like, 
kind of plan on just a big like community day for everybody like playing games having fun streaming stuff like just that's that's basically it it's mostly going to be just for it's fun, so it's it's a destiny field day for all of us think about it like that like you know field day you used to have at school like you go and you yeah so climb the monkey bars and you race on the track and that kind yeah of so stuff. bring There's your pi- bunch of bring events your picnic baskets and we're gonna freaking you know yeah there you go. picnic baskets uh yeah that yes that's always a good thing Yes, will be it will be fun. As much as I suck at Rumble, it will be you know fun. what else is going to be fun? <laughs> Playing yeah. deep. Hey, Destiny two. two. Destiny what two. up? Yeah. So, just uh, some initial thoughts, Cave. Initial, your first initial gut reaction. I okay. The the very first thing that ha- like the beginning of the stream when um, they were showing Zavala and he fist of havoc. I literally was watching that and just went like fuck yeah like <laughs> by myself <laughs> i was like you weren't the only that one that is so sick i was so like i was like yeah because you never like the, the grimoire talks about like the different the different vanguard people's supers and like what kind of like what subclasses they are but to like have that kind of stuff confirmed was like oh yeah so cool that was my yeah, that, i, I that was, was cool. i was really excited for that so what'd you think doc Oh, dude, I was I was speechless. I'm just like, oh my gosh, Cade's a badass. Zavala looks awesome. Ikora with the Nova bomb on the ship. What? Dude, oh, oh my gosh. looks that so was cool. cool. From what I saw, so cool. I'm so good. Beyond hyped for it. Ursus. Uh, yeah. So my experience with that is that. Um, I had my phone face down on my desk at work with my headphones in so I could listen to it, but I could not really watch it unless I flipped it over real quick because uh, I had a lot going on at work and like my boss was just walking around and stuff. So I couldn't really just sit there and watch it. So it was driving me nuts, dude. Like I hear all this awesome stuff. And I'm like, I wonder if I could just like sneak and look at it. Oh. But I ended up having to wait until I got home. Why would you torture to watch yourself it. like that? Yeah, I know. I know. Like, dude, I couldn't wait. I, I listened to it. I listened. <laughs> yeah, good analogy. <laughs> I uh, I listened to it again on the way home in the car and still didn't watch it. And then when I got home, I listened to it and watched it for the third time. And it was super awesome. I'm really, really excited. Dude, for everybody it. was like, everything that was happening, the crowd was just like going ham. It was it was awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every little like cool like the sweeper bot. Yeah. Oh, dude, the sweeper bot. That's a oh yeah. It's an institution. <laughs> everybody in was. So I think if they ever get rid of sweeper bot down the road, the community is going to have a riot and not play the game anymore. There will be backlash for that. Yeah. Okay. So you one, can't just get rid of I, them. I noticed that. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like Zavala, remember in the very beginning, like the very, very beginning when they were showing Zavala, he was wearing white gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I do remember. That? Yeah, I do. I remember that. See, the it's like that's what you get when you first like start the game. I thought that was like a really cool thing, like a little. Uh, I didn't egg. even realize that. Yeah, that is kind of. He's cool. like wearing white gear. It was. I was like, oh yeah. I didn't actually. I watched it like the first time live, then I went back and I noticed. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I, I thought that was a little. No, it was. Cool it was very cool, too. and like, and even the auto rifle he had looked. It wasn't the Kavostov because of the coloring, but it looked Kavostov like. Yeah. So yeah be like a successor so so speaking of that when we're talking about the subclasses that finally showed through with the vanguard and everything what did you guys think about the new subclasses that they showed off uh, they look interesting very interesting yeah very uh, different yeah 
I'm I'm kind of excited to try out the uh, Sentinel, which is the new Titan one, or Captain America, yeah. as people are dubbing it. Because yeah. I, I, in PVE, I main a Defender. That's what I started out with when I first started Destiny. So when I go into the raid day one, I will be a Defender Titan or a Sentinel if that's the new way that that subclass is going. And the fact that I have this shield that I can just, you know, shield my teammates and just hold forward and walk into enemy fire and then all of a sudden just whip it out and throw it and bounce it off a couple enemies, I think that it adds a, an offensive dynamic to the defensive super, which is pretty cool. Right, you don't just have to pop the bubble and sit around. I, I like that change a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be... Like, the way that they've reworked them is just... I mean, who saw Striker being a roaming super? Like, hello. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, that's, that's really a cool. pretty drastic change. And kind of what I've been oh, hearing yeah. is, like, the, the slam, it's a definitely a lot smaller cone on the slam. And which is, it's nice, because sometimes the, now the um, smash kills you, and you're just like, wait, what? Really? Okay. Yeah, I was, like, three stories up in the air, and that killed me. Yeah, yeah. and so, but now with it being smaller, but then you had the shoulder charge onto it, or you slam again with the smaller radius, it it definitely makes it a v- much more deadly subclass than it already is. But you have to plan it out. Oh, too, absolutely. It, yeah, it has a much higher potential, but you also, like, you can't just panic slam and kill everybody around you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's You can get killed out of your super if you're dumb and you pop it in a bad place. Absolutely. And especially now that um, the... We'll get to this more a little bit later with the, how the weapons load out, but now your secondary weapon is being replaced with an energy weapon and the energy weapons can deal more damage to supers for to guardians yeah, and their that's supers also really cool. which and is that's which that's is also any really cool. element like they don't have to match yeah i'm, pre- I'm pretty yeah, sure that was confirmed i, I did I, yeah i thought initially that it had to match but i honestly kind of hope that changes because i feel that would make the, the what you choose to use a little more relevant than just oh it's just always going to deal more da- damage you know solar to arc void to arc or whatever combination you want yeah, I I, I, so, I agree with that. Like too. my idea on that was like, so if you match the the archetype, you'll deal, you know, we'll say just arbitrary number twenty percent more damage. Where if you don't, you still do more damage, but it's only ten percent. So you're still doing a little more damage, but oh. not as much as you would if you were to match that subclass's archetype. Right, and it's possible that that stuff can change. Oh, absolutely. Now and, and release, you know, this is still it's still alpha definitely build. far from the final build. So we'll see what actually changes. But I, in general, I like the the energy weapon stuff yeah and then the dawn blade that looks cool dawn blade looks super just cool. hovering like, around raining down fiery death on everything yeah. yeah and not only that the other perks of the class like it seems to give it a ton of versatility you get the warlock class ability to set down a healing rift which i imagine would probably be used more often than the uh whatever the other one is the damage boost yeah well, um, here's a. So, so you got that. Well, well the thing, the thing with that is, so you have the healing for PvP, the damage for PVE. It makes it, it makes it so you can use it in both play environments. Yeah, that's true. But I also think that you could use the damage one in PVE on like DPS and a boss, and you can also use the healing one in PvP. Uh, there was a, a really cool clip that I think Hush had on some of his gameplay where he won a 1v3 because he put the healing down and he just stood in it and took out three dudes True. from inside the rift. It was really cool. Yeah, it's so. almost like it's almost like 
you're just it's you're, there's no cooldown or whatever on or no delay on your recovery. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that it's like healing you or whatever. It's almost like it's just it's not giving you extra health. It's just making your recovery. It's just, just constantly like, recharging. Constantly, yeah, 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 yeah. So like even between bursts from bullets, like from a pulse rifle, you're like being healed between bursts and stuff. I still you get an overshield too. I think yeah yeah the, yeah that and I think that that's just for the caster like that's it's only it's the warlock. just the warlock yeah. that cast it yes yeah but still I mean that's that's huge I mean you can oh, yeah that's that's huge did you guys notice if the that's shield cool. went away if they left the rift it did yes it, did. it does it okay mm-hmm. that's interesting does it reset like word of dawn like if you're if you're dipping in and out of your bubble yes you I, be- I believe it would it's the same yeah, it's, thing. it's the same it concept goes away if you step out yeah same concept. Okay. And then along with that rift, though, Warlocks get, or not Warlocks, but the Dawnblade gets uh, the Risen Angel stuff. You get the Strafe midair. Uh, there, there just seems to be a whole lot of versatility to Dawnblade, and it seems like a really good, from what we've seen, a really good uh, offensive class now as opposed to what it's replacing. Sunsinger, you know, used to be really, really good class year one, and now it's... Uh, it's been neutered. It's turned into, it's turned a, into a sticky factory. Yeah. And, and yeah. granted, we don't yeah. know if these are actual replacements for the subclasses. That's it's all true. speculation right now, but it seems like it would be a good replacement for that. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially now, yeah. stickies don't one hit. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But yeah, like the, the one thing that that class could do reliably is now unreliable. So it's like, why would you ever be Sunsinger? Yeah. Outside of like PvE, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then the last new subclass we saw is the Arc Strider, or as people are dubbing it, the Pole Dancer. I thought it looked really cool with its big staff. I think that might help prevent the short stopping from the Arc Blade. And also, if you notice, yeah, it was dealing it damage in a small area effect around the target it hit. So it's not like you're just picking out one enemy. It's the one enemy and like the one on either side of it as well. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's that is pretty cool. So I, it looks like they're trying to make all classes kind of effective mm-hmm. in uh, PvE and PvP. It, but Arc started a lot of cool. like the subclasses, like with the um, with the the supers, they seem to have like multiple abilities in the super. Yeah. You know, like so for this, like the yeah, striker, like you can yeah, slam or that. you can shoulder charge. Like with the Dawnblade, you can be in the air and throw swords down, or you can like slash while you're on the ground or you can well he did in the in the trailer not to interrupt you but in the trailer he also did like a slam straight down kind of yeah, like yeah. you do with the uh yeah. axe the battle axe thing yeah. the iron guy thing iron that, guy yeah just like the you're right he just like drops down and just like sticks his sword in the ground it's almost like a mini striker slam kind of like a thing. yeah so yeah you're right there are there's like more than one action for super as opposed to now uh something like blade used Slash your blade and then, but your your perk tree decides your secondary move. I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe it'll end up being like that too. Yeah, it's like you can have razor's edge or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It seems like a lot of them have like multiple like facets to each super, which is which is cool. I mean, like it makes you less predictable. You have more options as the person using it. it. It'll just like change the dynamic of the way that you play the class and like what you're able to do against your opponent, which I think is is pretty cool versus just like, yeah, I'm a striker. I'm going to press the A button and then that's it. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. It's it's the same thing. Like they're they're trying. It seems like they're trying to add some skill gap to you know you're super powerful in the super, but you still have to use it effectively. You can't just yeah. run into a crowd of four dudes and slam. Now you have to get close enough to them, or you have to not die on your way to them, or, you know, whatever it might be. It just it seems more involved, and and I expect from what we've seen on the other supers that uh, that they'll all sort of have that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, kind of be designed with that in mind. So yeah, and I mean, and also with these subclasses, as far as we can see, or that people have said, like movement has also been nerfed a little bit, and the fact that. People's like, yeah, there's really not Titan skating or Warlock surfing. They didn't see blink yeah. between any subclasses. A lot of people are are upset about the Titan skating. Sorry, Bobs. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, me too. I mean, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you yeah, too, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. But Titan skating was also never intended to be in the game. It was just kind of discovered by the community. So That's true. in that sense, you know, we never really should have had it and we found it. And so now yeah. they're they're getting it back to where they want to be with it. I think that they've had a lot of problems, like trying to balance things mm-hmm. with the movement abilities that the community invented. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's that's a big part of like, I mean, I don't really want to excuse them, but like the shotgun nerfs, like these people were commenting, I guess, that the shotguns in D two, like with the with the the power ammo, somebody was commenting that the shotguns seemed like year one Fellwinter's range. Like they were super effective. Oh, wow. And I think that that could be like, that could be true because, you know, right now in D2, as far as we know, like the movement is just been stymied a lot. Like it's just, it's not, mm-hmm. it's just not as crazy in D2 as it is now. So like you are, you're able to have these power weapons that have these longer ranges because the movement, you know, allows for them to exist like yeah it's almost like you, you can't have you can't have both you can't have year one fell winners and like titan skating it's like you get you can only have yeah. one or the other like and so that's almost probably why like a lot of the reason that the shotguns and such have been nerfed so hard is because of just the crazy speed it has to compensate for how fast you can move yeah, yeah. and i think i've heard that from uh, some other people too that the power weapons actually feel like power weapons and the things that Bungie did in Destiny 1 to try to um, curb their effectiveness because movement was so crazy, they now don't have to do. So, like you said, shotguns can be super awesome, and snipers, some people have said less flinch, some people said more flinch, I'm not sure, but everybody that I've heard has said that the snipers felt really crisp, uh, a lot of auto, or not auto aim, aim assist, (laughs) that type of thing. So they they feel really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, so, So that much is good. I a power weapon should feel like a power weapon. You shouldn't get power ammo and then struggle day to kill with it. Yeah. So continuing on this power weapon subject here, what do you think of the new way they have the weapons set up with your primary, with your kinetic slot, your energy slot, and then your power weapon slot? I think it's, I like it a lot. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I like right now, the way that the special ammo economy is, it's, you're very, at the mercy of well not only like you dying but like you're at the mercy of there being a special box available so if you've only got uh, like a hand cannon or pulse rifle it's like that that's what you've got like you can only engage in those ranges yeah whereas whereas this allows you to like engage in multiple ranges but you're not you don't need to have a one-hit kill weapon like a fusion shotgun or sniper in order to be effective at those other ranges like you can still do damage 
without yeah. it being a one hit. So yeah, that's I like it a lot. Uh, there's so much less um, emphasis on like one hit kill weapons, like you said. Um, yeah. Well, what do you think? I, I think I think it's great. It's it's reminiscent of Halo a lot, where yeah. I mean, you would in like Team Slayer matchups, you'd spawn in with an auto rifle and a pistol. Everyone would, and then you would play for the shotgun, the sniper, or the rockets on the map, or the DMR. And you would you would set up your strategy around that so that once you got the power weapon, okay, now you have the power weapon, now you establish map control, and now you control the game until the other team finds a way to break that control, which I, I think it'll be very interesting in the competitive community when uh, to see if not only like how that dynamic plays, but if they are going to allow the power weapons to be in competitive now that or now that the way they have it set up is where, because like in the gameplay they were showing, one person only one person got the power ammo, so you had one one yeah. person with five shotgun shots or a clip a sniper, or a clip a fusion rifle. So I wouldn't be surprised if they experiment with that in the competitive community, and something tells me they might implement it and let you use it. Uh- well, I can tell you now, unless something drastically changes, we will absolutely allow it in our rule set. So this is picking up where we uh, left off last week. Uh, the power ammo definitely promotes map control. I think. Uh, I think it would be a big misstep for us to cut it out of the cut out of the game. The game rules that we have set up, um, with only one person getting it. I think that, especially with it telling you where you're going to be picking the ammo up from and who's picking it up, I think that it kind of makes it a bit more predictable and allows teams to plan for it and plan around it. You know, you're controlling the map in order to get those, those special boxes. Well, power boxes. So I don't know. I think that it would be, it would be a big, uh, you know, problem if we decided to, to, to cut it out of the rules for us. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's a pivotal part of a map control. Now it's not only just holding a power position, uh, because you have height advantage or, you have good lines of sight. Um, now you may have to move out of the most advantageous part of the map in order to time that power ammo and control the power ammo. Yeah, I, I think if it is left out, it's not necessarily a problem if it's left out. I just think it's going to be cutting a big aspect of the of the competitiveness of the new game that we're going to get more than necessarily a problem. But when you think about it, too, I from what everybody's said so far... Um, and what I've heard, it doesn't sound like um, heavy ammo as we know it now is going to be... It's not going to play the same at all. It's going to play a lot more just like special ammo. So if we think about um, instead of the heavy coming up, it's just a green box and think about what that means. Um, I think it's much less impactful in a negative way um, than, than how people might be... Um, thinking about it now because of course heavy now like completely screws up the flow of the game and you got rockets flying and machine guns it doesn't sound like it's going to be like that anymore yeah I, yeah there i i haven't seen any heavy machine guns i feel like that would be a pretty big problem it seems like the stuff that they're allowing is is one hit kill um for the most part obviously like fusion rifles not necessarily shotguns not necessarily Obviously, obviously. Well, I guess the grenade launchers, it's they're only giving you like four or five rounds and it takes at least two of them to kill them, like to kill somebody with it. So it doesn't seem to be too powerful. I think the only one hit kill might be a rocket launcher, but I've heard that 
that well, I think this is speculation, but grenades and horseshoes might be a thing of the past in D two, just because. Just I, I think it would yeah, be I've, tough. Yeah, to I've try thought about that too. Like that. Well, and I think from everything I've seen too is you only get one rocket. I yeah. don't think anybody used any rockets at the reveal that had more than one that the power ammo box gave you. So fine, you can make it a truth rocket. You can make it the best rocket in the game, but you only have one of them. So. When you think about it, you weigh that against having six shotgun shells or six sniper bullets. Which one's really going to have more impact on the game and which one's going to help you with your team more? Um, I would definitely opt for the shotgun or a sniper. Yeah, and I, um, I, I think that also when we start to see more armor, that might lend us the opportunity to maybe get two rockets or maybe even three. And also on the note of the grenade launcher, I think the grenade launcher, if you're going to spec for that, I think it's going to be, since it's not a one-hit kill, well, you know the whole team's just about to flood into this room. Okay. As they flood in the door, bang, 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 bang. Now all of them are half shields or no shields yeah, and just health. Yeah, it's more like a crowd control weapon. Yeah, I, I could yeah. definitely see it being used as that crowd control style variant. And as far as the heavy machine gun goes, we really haven't shown that we don't have one yet. They didn't really have one to play with at the reveal. But I think if they do have machine guns, I think they might tone down the ammo capacity a little bit. Because like right now in trials i run around with my zombie apocalypse with an ungodly amount of shots and i think i get like 50 rounds or something which is kind of stupid yeah when it takes four body shots to kill somebody (laughs) yeah you've got a bunch of kills in there i think if anything bungie's trying to move away from that i think they've recognized that uh machine guns were designed poorly um not to say that it's really their fault they didn't design crucible from the ground up to be um, a competitive or serious shooter, I don't think. So having machine guns in from the beginning might not have seemed like such a bad idea, but now you've got all these things. Uh, Silver Dread with uh, Field Scouts got 70-something rounds, and I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So I would not be surprised at all if the heavy machine guns are just completely gone and uh, the power ammo is now replaced with things that um, might serve a different purpose than any primary you can have. Um it still takes some skill to use. Um, you know, machine guns are just kind of like crazy. Rockets, too. I, I also, I'm not sure about the armor thing with giving you more rockets. I don't know if they would do that again, but I guess we have no idea right yeah, now. Yeah, and also, to further your point of like getting away from machine guns, that uh, it looked like a Suros primary that was like a Gatling gun, but it was a primary dealing like a lot less damage. But once it got spun up, that thing was kicking out some bullets. Oh, that's a sweet business. Yeah, the sweet yeah, business. A, that's an exotic auto. Yeah, that looks awesome. So is, that I, really what yeah. it's, is that really what it's called? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were kidding. No, <laughs> no, that's what it's called. <laughs> no, so I, I think if they do get rid of the machine guns, I could see them going to a few more types like the sweet business, where it's just like spin it up and rain down ammo on everything. Yeah. So I mean that that kind of like that stuff ties in with like this with all the PVP stuff going to 4v4. I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think that it's a really, I mean, especially for us, like it was kind of a cool revelation to hear that because obviously like that's, that's what we do. We do fours. So we're going to be, I think as far as a team oriented, uh, as far as like team orientation goes, I think that, you know, the people in PVP there are going to have a pretty big advantage just playing the game type. I mean, obviously good players are going to be good pretty much no matter what they do. But I think that just kind of tactically, it makes, you know, it gives us a little bit of an edge for sure. So, yeah, definitely. I, it's the it's being used to that flow. Yeah, I, I definitely like the move to 4v4 game types. 
I hope further down the line they'll add a big team battle, which is the six on six eventually, because I do think it's six v six is fun. It's very chaotic and it's definitely helped me with like um I don't know the right word for it, like um my surroundings, noticing the surroundings. Wait, and yes. like, okay, I finish up this kill, immediately look at radar, oh crap, I see two more red, you know, pie pieces coming up. What do I do next? And it's helped me with my decision making. So I definitely don't want him to necessarily just kick sixes to the side, but not. I'm definitely happy it's not as prevalent as it as it has been in years one through three. They'll they'll take it yeah. and release it as new content. Probably. Oh uh, yeah, just I'm sure. like they're going it. to do with private matches. <laughs> oh my god, no! Don't make me cry. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we'll see here. That that was something else I was going to say about if they do bring back some sort of a big team uh, variant. They did show off some vehicles in the trailer. It looked like there was some kind of a tank, and there were yes. some other things in there that they easily could have thrown in there and kind of just make a fun, uh, just kind of a goof around game game type. I never took big team that seriously. I don't think most people yeah. did back in like Halo. Make uh, it was just kind of a fun thing. Like to do. make mayhem big team battle. Make it six v six. That would be yeah, that'd be it. fun. Make it, vehicles, make it insane. <laughs> make it with vehicles. Make it like combined arms now on the big maps. Supers everywhere, grenades everywhere, vehicles. Just let us have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that, there was something else, too. So you're talking about awareness. Um, and in terms of 4v4, this is not confirmed by anyone. But um, I've heard other people talking about how they think the radius of the radar is yeah. decreased Ooh. significantly. Yeah. And then we all know that uh, when you come out of your sights, uh, the radar does not appear right away again either so i i really like that decision and i ultimately hope that there is a, an option in customs to turn the radar off um you know we have inferno game types now but no one really plays them um but just as far as uh, seeing individual skill if we want to widen that skill gap and make individual skill as important as we possibly can i think it's pretty important that radar uh, be as non-impactful to the game as possible um everybody in destiny one is super um relies on the radar quite a bit it's just a, a very integral part of the game um but you know if we can play and not have the radar and see who's still aware of their surroundings without having it on their hud that's going to be a big difference absolutely yeah, yeah. I, I, sure. I, I don't think they should get rid of the radar. I do think the radius needs to be pulled in, though. Pulled in a lot from what it is. Because I know I've been dabbling in some Halo 5 recently, and I've noticed, like, not only do I have to get used to a new radar spot, bottom left, which is weird, but it's like, it's like, oh, I should have seen that person a lot sooner. When it's like, oh, wait, you know, the radar even says, you know, your radar's only reaching out 18 meters. Where I think in Destiny, it's like, 25 or something 25 30 it's it's out, out there ways i'm sh yeah and so well something to consider yeah sorry i'm not trying to no, you you're off. fine something to consider everybody i mean you can watch streamers you can watch people playing and their eyes divert to the top left of the screen so many times during a game sometimes you're not even looking at what's in front of you because you're dependent on your radar entirely mm -hmm. and i don't like that that's kind of how um the most effective way to play at least competitive is um, just the strong reliance on radar. I would much rather it, it'd be a secondary tool, you know, like you don't see anybody, but your radar is getting a ping 
however many meters in front of you so that you know it, you know it's an extra tool but it's not your primary way of knowing where people are yeah i agree one of the one of the problems with the way that the radar is now is like it can be very misleading because of how big that pie slice is in the middle so if you're going to cut the radar down and make it a more narrow a more narrow view you also can kind of predict things a little bit easier like even if you're not getting as much information as far as like how far somebody is away from you like the maximum distance like you definitely can get um more specific information because of like the little like the narrower the narrower view yeah. of it i think that that because i know a lot of times i'm playing i'm playing trials or sweats or whatever and i'll come around the corner and i'll be like i could have sworn that guy was going to be right here and you come around the corner and he's like 25 feet down the hall and you've got your shotgun out and you just <laughs> you like you've committed and yeah. now you're dead because like you just read your radar wrong yeah, yeah i mean that that yeah, happens yeah. to me a, like a lot like i i get myself in situations i mean i don't know if it's just like i should anticipate them anticipating me coming around the corner or what but like i know that that happens to me i'll be like man i could have sworn he was like right here um, and it it would I mean remember the the weekend um, Halloween when trials was no radar at all that was how fun. that affected the that game that was fun yeah that was really different um, I know a lot of people didn't like it I personally pr didn't really like it as much but it was because it made me think more so if we were able to incorporate um, less reliance on radar into competitive games you're gonna see the players that are consistently more aware than others continue to win their fights and you know pull off effective flanks and and things like that and people won't be able to see them coming if they're not primed to know to look for it yeah i think that's just that, that's a big part of competitive play that should be rewarded if you're a good flanker um or you're unaware you should die and if you're a good flanker uh you should get killed yeah no i agree because like right now on asylum you cannot flank on asylum if someone's standing in phone booth because even if you even if they don't ever see you, you're close enough they can see you on radar. So on asylum, oh, the moment you spawn, yeah, they know right when you spawn. So, yeah, I I do agree with that. That I think uh, the radar being pulled in and flanks being more rewarded is going to really separate some players in terms of skill. What it really comes down to is if they would just give us the options, uh, like another game they have created in the past where you can actually dictate your um, distance that the radar picks up and different settings like that you know we can make custom games or our competitive games uh, tailored however we want them and it wouldn't affect regular matchmaking or it wouldn't affect trials um, those things can just be their own fun separate things but um, we we desperately need the tools to make the best game types we can possibly make yeah but anyway sorry rambling <laughs> I'm rambling well, I think I think one of the cool things that they're really trying to do uh, with D two is making the maps specific for game types and specific for four v four. Because I think that a lot of the maps, a lot of the maps now in Destiny one, kind of like some maps work really well for certain game types, and they just do not for others yeah. based on based on not only just the game type, but um, how many players are in a given game type? You know what I mean? 12 people on Anomaly. Oh, yeah, God. it's just like, it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like, Anomaly just... I mean, sure, it's fun if that's what you want to do, but it's like, it doesn't... It doesn't play well with that many people right. because it's, it's so small and... 
It's not designed for it. Yeah, it's not. It was designed for threes. You know, I mean, even for fours, it's kind of it's pretty tight. I mean, it is. So I'd agree with that. It's fast paced. Yeah. So I think that them going to this, going this route, trying to get the maps to be uh, designed around the number of players and the game types. I mean, like they said that the map, what was it like? It was Midtown. They said that map yeah, was designed for Countdown. Yeah. Like, and that's cool. I mean, yeah, like they you could definitely see that. Yeah, like they they know and they're trying to like make these game types work. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna make it so that's only certain maps. Like, if you queue into a game type that you'll only have a certain pool of, of maps, maybe they will, maybe they won't. I hope um, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope so, too. It just it just makes sense. I mean, playing, like, Skirmish on Blind Watch is just, like, I see that map come up, like, I'm, I'm leaving because it's so unbalanced and just doesn't work that, like, I'm not even going to bother wasting my time trying to play that map. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just, like... It's it's crazy. There's no reason to play on it. It's it's a broken map. Everybody has seen that at one time or another. Where I mean, it's super it, frustrating it works to be on for the wrong like it works for Rumble. Okay, I mean, just because of the way Rumble works, I think that a lot of maps work with Rumble. But I mean, any team oriented game is just forget about it. Like the map is terrible. You know. Well, think about it like this: If Blind Watch were a countdown map, would it not be way better? than it is as any other type of map now. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if we have maps designed for Countdown that function that way, um, then I think something like Blindwatch would be great. Um, and that looks like that's what they have done with Midtown. It, it looks like a really refreshing, cool game type to play. I'm, I'm really excited to try to play it, see how it goes competitively. Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to see. Do you think they'll have any other like new game types? I don't know. Uh, oh man, I hope so. You know, at I at launch, so. I think it's just going to be the countdown. But I do think by the next deals, by the first DLC, they they'll have something else for us in terms of game types. Well, they threw out they threw out Rift with the Taken King. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, yeah yeah yeah? And it was then the and then they and then supremacy. And then supremacy with Rise of Iron. So I mean, I. I can't imagine. I don't. Well, see, like House of Wolves, like nothing. Well, I guess House of Wolves was Trials. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I mean, they've come out with they've come out with new PvP modes pretty much with almost every like major DLC. So I wouldn't like, be surprised if even with like the next uh, the next two expansions for D two that they would bring out like new game types as well. Yeah. So. I, 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 the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, all go yours ahead. is. No. 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 You. No, no. <laughs> I I'd, I'd I'd like to see a CTF, you know, little little capture yep, the flag. You stole the words right out of my mouth. And see, that's why I let you go. I knew what you were gonna oh, say. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. That's kind of creepy <laughs> that you read my mind like that. And then uh, back from geez, in the back of the Halo days, I think Halo Two had the game Oddball, where you had to have one person hold the skull. All the Halos have up it. until. Oh, uh, I I don't think it was in Halo One. I think it came out in Halo Two. Oh, you! I should know this. But um. I'm, but yeah, uh, actually, but yeah, I yeah, I don't just know. the uh, having the carry time is the score where you have to like protect the president or whatever, you know, protect him. Like, I think that would be another cool type of game type to have. And they could even add their own twist onto it of, you know, whatever they wanted to in the world of destiny. But I think that would be another fun game type to have. That'd be super fun. Yeah. Especially now that they're limiting movement. So mm -hmm. that might've been a deterrent when they were designing destiny. They knew movement was going to be, 
um, so unconventional with Destiny 1 that imagine if a Titan has the oddball in Destiny 1. Oh, God. Like you're, you're never going to catch no it. No way. So with them, with them capping movement speed, and, or at least so we think at this point, um, maybe it's a good time to try something like that. But I would say over oddball, capture the flag has always been... Um, to me, the most competitive console shooter game type that you can possibly have. Um, I would really, really like to see Capture the Flag. Yeah, or something along that variety, for sure. Yeah, and call it whatever you want, but make me go into their base and take their stuff and run away with it <laughs> and put it in my base. That's all it needs to be. There you go. Get in the Warthog. Oh, yeah. God. Get in the Warthog. That was the best one. You, you run in the enemy base, like two so people good. run in. You have one guy time it up to drive in with the Warthog Lake. So you grab it, jump down, get in, and you just haul out of there. That was, that I remember. Was, that was fun fun I remember um, when I was a when I was a kid. I don't even remember how old I was, but we had or my cousins. We I had two different cousins that had like the original Xbox, and there was one Thanksgiving where we had eight people and we were linking Xboxes, and we played Halo One that day for probably like four or five hours like at thanksgiving at my aunt's house and uh we played capture the flag on like on like remember blood gulch the original oh, yeah yep. blood gulch, oh baby. dude it was like the coolest Can't thing because none of us had ever done anything like that before i just i have like major nostalgic memories from that thanksgiving oh, yeah. doing that playing that game playing that map yeah, so, like every Thanksgiving, I'm like, I wonder if we're gonna play Halo, even though it was probably like 12 <laughs> years ago. So, no, like uh, back, yeah. my nostalgic moments from Halo were, um, hang 'em high with, um, Rocket CTF. That game oh, was so <laughs> much fun. Like you could like shoot the rockets at the flag and make yeah. the flag go forward. And so, so my favorite moment in that, we're playing two on two. Me and my teammate have the flag, and we're we're in the same basement at this point playing because it's the original Xbox, and and he has the flag, and they just have a constant stream of rockets. They have it timed. like Every like second, there's a rocket flying, and they have it timed up with their reloads. And I'm, I'm like, he's like, how are we going to get up there? I'm like, follow me. I got this. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, now I run. I jump <laughs> off the edge, and I take a rocket midair as he runs up, so I like create a little buffer for him. And I just took the rocket, goes <laughs> up and score. And he's like, dude, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sees my bodies go flying in front of him as I just got blown to smithereens. <laughs> now, speaking of that now, so think about something like that in Destiny. Uh, we don't know exactly how all these things work, but just picture the scenario where um, somebody on your team needs to grab the flag and you're a Titan and you put your, your shield down right at the last moment to eat a Nova Bomb that was meant for him and he gets out you know, with the flag or... Yeah. Yeah, I could just imagine so many cool uh, situations where these new abilities and um, game types and, you know, assuming if, if we please God have capture the flag or something like that, um, how, how fun it could be if, if they would just put it in the game and let us use these abilities to, it, you know, it would make it to where um, capture the flag has never been played like that before, to my knowledge. I mean, lots of games play capture the flag, but Destiny does things so differently. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be really interested to see how it actually plays out. You know, yeah, they give us all these cool tools, but we don't really have any great objective games to show them off and actually use teamwork with them um, to win the game. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Because right now the only teamwork game is really salvage with an objective. Rift. I mean, there's Rift. Rift, but that's 6v6. Well, Rift Rift has screwed up scoring. Rift Rift would be fine oh, if that's the true. only thing that counted was the caps. Uh, first to three bombs. Yeah, yeah. And nothing else counted. Like zone control. Zone control, for what we have right now, is a great competitive game type because the only thing that matters is controlling the map for longer than the other team can control the map. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So if they can incorporate that mindset with something like Rift or hopefully capture the flag or some other game type, then that's the right direction. They're already moving into better design maps and uh, 4v4. That's that's a big step in the right direction, so they need to finish the job, I think. Yeah, agreed. Definitely agreed on that one. So with competitive play obviously uh there's like i don't know if you guys really want to talk about this but like the dedicated server issue um there was it needs to be talked about there like originally they were just like nope no dedicated servers like there was an interview that ign did uh with mark noseworthy and luke smith and they were like are there dedicated servers? And Mark knows where he was like, well, uh, and then Luke Smith was like, no, there's no dedicated servers. He's just like, let's just tell them, yeah. let's just like break them, break it to them. But uh, last week's, uh, this week at Bungie kind of explained that they are actually doing some sort of hybrid where yeah. the, the physics of the game, are it, it's being currently in destiny, that kind of stuff, like collision, like, bullets firing and melees and stuff that's being done um player side so like that's kind of stuff is being hosted on a player's console whereas now that kind of stuff is going to be um done on a bungee server which i thought was interesting um so yeah it's kind of they're yeah. kind of they're kind of like doing a hybrid there was a really good reddit post by somebody i don't i didn't i didn't take i probably should have looked this up before we started the show um (laughs) but there was a really good reddit post i I think i have it saved i mean i probably could bring it up but they the guy kind of explains like what exactly it is that's going on and how it actually will probably work better um than even dedicated servers because i mean dedicated servers always are going to have like problems with um like if you're just closer to the server, like proximity, like you just literally live closer to where this, like the physical server is, like you're just going to have a better connection. Yeah. And so. And like, I don't, I, I don't claim to be an expert on this by any stretch of the imagination, but my understanding is that dedicated servers won't necessarily solve a lag problem. It'll only help it because with a dedicated server, you don't have to send as much information to where it needs to go. Whereas, like, right now, you're sending information to 11 other people, whereas with the dedicated server, you're sending information to one spot, and then that's sending the information out. Because, like, I know last night I was playing a little bit of Halo, playing some Breakout on their dedicated servers, and there was one guy teleporting around. So it's not like dedicated servers will solve anything. It will definitely help some of the lag, but not necessarily solve it. Well, now, something else to consider with this, too, and I definitely am no kind of network architect or something like that, but there are a couple other things that um, I'm sure they had to think about when they're deciding on this. So, 
if they're going to have this hybrid system, um, I, I don't doubt that it'll be better than what we have now. I mean, that's probably not too hard to do if you've played Iron Banner, like, ever. So having this new system uh, should allow for better connections across the board, but the fact that there are no dedicated servers, um, and sorry to kind of jump into this, but if there are no dedicated servers by the time um, that the PC version is launched, I know a lot of people are worried that um, it'll be really easy to manipulate the game and um, maybe mod their way through trials or mod their way through ranks or, or whatever there might be. Um, and a lot of PC players are, are worried about that. Do you guys know much about that? I am not much of a PC gamer. I've never owned a gaming PC, so I only know what I hear from other people on PC gaming. But I have heard that, like, oh, yeah, without dedicated servers, what about cheating? Now, granted, the PC game is going to be hosted on by Battle.net. Yes. Battle.net. Yeah. yeah, so that helps. For and sure. I know they yeah. are very good at anti-cheating stuff from what I've heard in the past. So that's a yeah. positive aspect if there isn't necessarily a dedicated server for it. Yeah, I think that it'll be really tough for people to get away with cheating on on the PC because it's going to be on Battle.net. If, I mean, and even maybe, like and maybe that was their plan the whole time. I mean, yeah, I mean, Blizzard's got a massive like they do not take cheaters well. Like they, right? They they drop pretty... the ban hammer hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not sure <laughs> who's going to be doing that. If Bungie would do that versus um uh, versus Blizzard, but yeah, I don't it... know. I would think that that Blizzard would certainly have some sort of a, a say on in the matter. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see for sure in the future. Um, and then there's obviously like the 60 FPS versus 30 FPS uh, debacle that's always kind of going on. Now, yeah, I, I'm not sure where you stand on this, Doc, but I'm pretty sure... And maybe Caveman's changed his stance a little bit, but I think we're kind of on different ends of the spectrum with this i don't know yeah i mean i i've played 60 fps games halo and then i've, I've, yeah, and I've played 30 fps games like yeah sure it looks a little bit smoother but I, I don't know i really i can switch back and forth between the two really easy and it it's not like it hurts my eyes or anything it gives me a headache but i, I don't know i just i guess i've not a, have a refined enough eye for it yet to really notice the difference. I think it affects the gameplay too, because you're, you're able to uh, put in inputs more accurately, the higher the frame rate, I believe, right? It's higher the frame rate. And then along with that goes a higher tick rate. I'm again, I don't know much about the stuff. I'm just going based on what I've heard. So in that sense, people are saying that from a competitive standpoint, they want to play on PC because uh, reactions will be more precise um, your aim will be more precise with the mouse. The graphics will be better, that type of deal. Um, and yeah, that would be great. But I don't know if that's really, you know, is Destiny not competitive because of those things? Or is it not beca competitive because there are other games out there that currently have that market? I think it's because other games currently have that market, to be honest. I mean, you look at Call of Duty. That Call of Duty's huge game in the pro circuit. Same with um, League of Legends, and even though that's not really a first-person shooter, and then um, 
the CSGO. Overwatch. Overwatch 2. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so many other things to play on PC. Are these PC gamers that are actually putting in hours and hours a day um, to eventually compete at events for these games going to pick up Destiny and try to play on their... Um, when they definitely would not pick up an Xbox to do the same thing yeah. or a PlayStation 4 to do the same thing. I think they might pick it up and try it. I don't necessarily know if they are going to leave their current game to come play Destiny competitively. Now, if it turns out to be like some of these guys are like, hey, you know, this Destiny game can be pretty competitive, I think their 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 team managers might consider making a team for Destiny, not necessarily all these high-profile right. guys coming over. So... I don't know if that's the case, then yeah, I could see PC taking off competitively in that sense. Yeah. I I mean, possibly, possibly. I mean, if there's enough money on offer, I think that's probably the main thing. You yeah. Know? I mean, money. people aren't going to like quit playing CSGO or Call of Duty or whatever, just because Destiny's cool. I think there's got to be some sort of monetary. Oh, absolutely. Incentive for them. But yeah, but my, so here's my, my thing with 60 FPS. Um, I was basically before uh, the reveal, before we learned that it wasn't going to be, I don't know why I did this to myself, but I was like, yeah, there's no way there's not going to be 60 FPS. I would say most people thought that. Like every modern game, like this is, I'm not like, this is 2017 and this isn't even the beginning. Like the game is coming out at the end of 2017. Now I understand they've been working on the game for more than just this year. But the game is coming out alongside of these other games. Like Halo 5 runs at 60 FPS. Uh, Overwatch runs at 60 FPS. Call of Duty runs at 60 FPS. Battlefield 1 runs at... And has. Like, and, they, and they have. Like, these games are not... They're not like a... It sounds like a brand new thing. Like, you are releasing this game in the modern era. And this is kind of what players have come to expect. Now, yeah. they said that, like, with all the particles and all of the... the, the in my opinion, like the fluff of the graphics was unable to run 60 FPS their game. Like Bungie was unable to get a PS4 Pro even to run Destiny 2 at 60 FPS. I don't know. I I understand, I guess, like there's a CPU bottleneck and that like it can't do it. I, I mean, for me, I don't know what I would rather have more if I would rather have like more particles or if I would rather have a smoother gameplay feel. I mean, it's it's all about the vibe that they're trying to go for. But for me, like I like PVE, but for me, like I play Destiny when I log on, I, I play PvP. So right, right. it's just... It's very disappointing for me, and in fact, I am actually currently in the middle of building a PC <laughs> for Destiny 2. I just, like, I, I I love this game, and I want to, like, experience it. And now, I'm not saying that I'm going to, like, be leaving Xbox, because I'm not. Like, I think that I will probably play Xbox more than PC. I mean, I need new, I need new PC anyway, like, to be honest with you. Right. So it's kind of like I'm killing two birds with one stone. But I definitely am building this PC with the idea that I'm going to play Destiny 2 on it. So I'm kind of, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's it's disappointing for me. I see me. what you're saying. I mean, like, to be honest with you, I know that, like, there are times when I am playing Destiny 
and I'm like, you know what? I think I would have been able to do better in this scenario if I had had more information or my screen wasn't so blurry or whatever. Like you're turning around, you're trying to hit headshots, you're trying to like react to an enemy player. And you just like sometimes like you can't pick things up on the corner of your screen because the field of view is really narrow in Destiny and you can't see things quick enough. I don't know. It's just like I know that there are times when I have been killed by something and I'm like, I don't even know where that guy came from. And then I'll go back and I'll look at it and I'll be like, oh, here he is in the corner of my screen. Like I might have been able to see that if I had had more frames. I don't know. It's just for me, it's just kind of a little annoying that. that... Oh, it's annoying. I think to everybody that we don't have it, but so basically what the way I see it is there's a trade off between Someone like me who's played console for like exclusively for the entire time I've played games, um, I can either stay where I'm comfortable and where I've um, you know learned to be good at the game, or I can trade some of that comfort in for overall a better experience probably, but it's going to take time, a lot of time to get back up to the same level as I feel like I am now if I'm going to use a mouse and keyboard because I'm not going to use a controller if I get a PC. So, you know, it's like I don't really think I'm willing to do that. I think I'd rather stay where I'm comfortable, um, try to keep this community on console um, going as as good as we can, especially because everybody who's played Destiny already has a console and has played it on console. Um, the PC community is going to be building from the ground up. Oh, so. I am 100% like not going to trade in this community for 60 frames a second. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like I may have, maybe that it came off like that when I was saying it, but like, I like, I need a new computer anyway, and I'm building it for D2 and I would like to be able to play D2 on it. I don't think that I'll end up like maining it or anything, but I definitely would like to experience the game for like, what it could be. Oh, I don't blame you at all. So from from the reveal, it looks so good. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. Well, I think that yeah, actually everything that. that was on like the reveal, everything that was on the big screen was actually um on the PS4. I don't think that was even that wasn't even PC wow. play. Yeah, I mean, like the game looks great. Like it's not that's that's not that's not it. I mean, and everybody that everybody that's played on the console says that like it looks amazing. But when you like were able to compare, I guess a bunch of people said when they were able to go and look at look at the PC and see it next to a PS4, like you really can tell a difference. And I get that. And that's and yeah. that's I mean, it's like going to a Best Buy and looking at a bunch of different TVs. It's like if you were to watch it, a TV in someone's house, you would never know the difference. But like seeing them side by side, you're like, oh, yeah, like this one looks better. This one looks better, even though it's like totally negligible and as soon as you get it home, you're going to forget that, like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Compared to something else. So I think that a lot of console players are probably not really going to switch because that's where people have their communities. I mean, if you're if you're playing on Xbox, like, right now, I mean, I've got the PvP Bear community. Like, I'm not going to leave the PvP Bear community. I'm here, but I definitely would like to experience it on this other platform as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, as, as much as I would like to play pc games i can't afford it but i can afford my xbox and my xbox live and yeah and it's easy yeah you don't have to worry about customizing i mean as as 
much flexibility as that gives you, yeah. The Xbox is simple. You turn it on, you play your yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So and like I'm I'm on board with and like that. I've created a lot of friends via Destiny in this Xbox community. Like I'm meeting up with three of them for Destiny Con and we're gonna have a blast and drink a lot. But <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but speaking of community, um now that we've babbled enough about D two and I'm sure we've beaten the dead horse enough with all the other content out there. Uh, we're going to move on to a few website updates. Uh, Ursus, you want to fill us in on those? Yeah, so um, the website update this week pretty much is 99% about um, our 100-member event this weekend. And um, we're really excited to offer this to you guys. So we're doing a few events this weekend to celebrate hitting 100 members. And actually, we're getting closer to 200 members now. Um, <laughs> so... 200 member event next weekend no not yet um so what we're gonna do is uh lighthouse runs we're gonna try to take as many people as we can to the lighthouse before destiny 2 this weekend um that have never been you have priority if you've never been um we have a bunch of teams of people that are willing to help you they're super good teachers um they're gonna be cool to play with and hang out with um and they're excited to take you um that's going to be Friday night and into Saturday morning. Um, after that, we're going to have our uh, Rumble event. So this is a free-for-all event. Uh, right now, we have uh, four heats of six people. So we're 24 members or 24 players right now. Um, that's still open. Uh, you can sign up until Friday night at midnight uh, to give us time to make the brackets and, and the matchups and everything. But um, that's going to be a lot of fun, just a free-for-all tournament. Um, and along with that, we're going to feature some amateur conference matches on Saturday. Um, this will give some of you new guys, maybe if you haven't been part of the league for a long time or you're just, you're just coming in, uh, to watch some of our se regular season teams um, play some of their season matches. Um, this will be streamed on our PvP Bear Twitch account, um, which is available on our website in the Discord. Um, you'll constantly see... Um, updates about it and uh, announcements about it um and to go along with that a little bit is we're having a standalone fours tournament too so after these featured and matches um on saturday we would like to have a 4v4 tournament um where we use our normal sweat rules um those can be found on the website as well uh and just basically you know it gives you a chance to play with some people you haven't played with before um, should be a, a really intense competition. This will also be hosted on our Twitch. Um, and maybe the best part of this stuff, aside from, you know, making friends, building community, um, you know, cool stuff like that, is we are able to offer a little bit of, of uh, prize support. It's not, uh, you're not going to win the lottery off of this. It's not going to change your life. But um, to anybody, any duo, any pair of guys who can carry the most new players to the lighthouse this weekend uh will win 50 bucks Ooh. uh the winner of the rumble tournament is going to win 25 bucks and the winner of the force tournament is going to win a hundred dollars oh, so wow. if you guys want to jump in on that it's free entry on everything um this is just kind of a small thank you to our community who's helped us build up to where we are now and will help us to build up even further the rest of the year um, so yeah, join in. Um, even if you're just going to come into the Twitch and watch the games played and kind of hang out and just 
chit chat around. I mean, that's perfectly fine. We just want to have you around. We want to have you involved and uh, hopefully you have a good time. Yeah. And also in the Twitch chat, don't forget to have your discord up. And I know a couple times throughout, you know, watching different matches, whether it's the destiny championship series or another match. I know I've been in there with a couple other people in the general talking chat section, talking about the matches we watch it together via Twitch. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of delay, but it's still really fun to sit there and chat with people. Big play happens. We all get excited. It's like, or like, you know, watching Sir D, it's like, oh man, he screwed up right there. He should have gone this way. So it's it's a really fun time to to watch it and interact that way as well. I definitely agree. And speaking of that, actually, so this last week, um, there were a few of us in that voice chat when the... You guys were playing each other, mm. so Sharks were playing Koalas, which brings me to discuss our play of the week this week uh, by Yeti Eater. Um, had a disgusting breaker <laughs> snipe in your amateur match yeah. being live-streamed to all the people watching. Um, that's also recapped on the site right now. Um, if you want to go back and watch that, that was a super good play. I think um, disgusting is an understatement. Oh, dude, it was it was nasty. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, after after the so game, good. everyone's like, "Oh, did you see that?" And I was like, "I literally have no idea what you're talking about." In fact, <laughs> in fact, in Yeti's stream, you can hear me being like, "Yeti, get on the point, get on the point." And he's like <laughs> yeah. standing there, like hitting it. the record button. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I thought for sure they were gonna like cap the zone. I, I didn't even know that they were all dead. I was just like oh, so focused white. on like just trying to gain map control and get the zone and whatnot. And I didn't even know that he had basically single-handedly wiped the whole team. Yeah. It was was pretty disgusting. Super good. Yeah. So another note on that quickly though, um, you guys, we're going to have another um, channel in the discord for plays of the week. So this will be for only plays from uh, amateur conference matches during the week we have our clips channel which you can post anything you want there and and just discuss or you know whoa great job caveman you like killed that guy like that (laughs) is what that's for um play of the week is going to be to recognize the players in these serious matches um kind of give them a high five say wow you fucking killed it and like you you know recognize these guys so um make sure you submit those on the play of the week channel in the discord when you get them um there may be other uh, media projects we do in the future where we use these plays of the week and make something really cool. So don't hold so, back. So, uh, Ursus, with the plays of the week, is there a certain format you want those submitted in, like Xbox DVR link? You want them posted to YouTube, or how would you like that? Uh, I think either one of those works, and I think a Twitch uh, clip works as well. Okay. I don't think that it has to be anything specific. Any of those three would probably be fine. Sounds great. Looking forward nice. to hopefully getting one of my own up there. Hopefully. <laughs> You'll do it. You'll do it. I always record I when, like, retarded things happen to me. So, <laughs> like, I, I have so many clips of just, like, the most ridiculous bungee stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, Destiny. Like, I could create a 15-minute fail page of, like, me. I just, I'm like, oh, I'm so angry. I gotta look at that. I actually think I you that. need to create that and put some funny music to it. Oh, dude. Yeah, it would, yeah. I literally, I could, dude. I have so many clips. Like, 90% of my clips are just, like, <laughs> me being angry about a play and, like, wondering what the hell happened. <laughs> so, 
I think we've all done yeah, that. Yeah, coming off of Plays of the Week, we just finished up Sprint 2, and it was a crazy one. And moving into Sprint 3 yeah. now, we have a new map rotation that we're going to run down quick here for you. Uh, we're going to start off with Clash on Exodus Blue, classic map and a very good map. I know it's Cave's favorite. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, map. we're going to move to Zone Control on the ever-classic Burning Shrine. <laughs> and then Supremacy this time is going to be played on Asylum, which I think will I think that'll play pretty interestingly. And then Clash on Twilight Gap, and then finishing off for a Game 5 with Zone Control on Rusted Lands. Nice. So we actually played, um, me and a few of the guys played these game types um, the other night. I forget when it was exactly. Um, but overall, I think they're playing better than Sprint 2. Sprint 2 had a lot of close quarters maps um, all in the same rotation. So this kind of gives a lot more variety. You have uh, Burning Shrine and Rusted Lands, which are super open, um, kind of give you more ability to use uh, maybe snipers if you want. Um, or pulses, um, but then you also have the other maps that encourage shotguns. Asylum's a big one for shotguns. Exodus, you know, and, well, Twilight more for shotguns, but Exodus kind of can be either or. Um, overall, I just I like this rotation a lot better. Um, and we also may be testing more game types in the future. We're not sure. Um, come to the conclusion that we're repeating a lot of these maps over and over. So if you guys have suggestions on maps you'd like to try or you want to get on uh, some night uh, during the week and you want to just test some stuff out, um, make sure you post it up in the Pickups channel in the Discord and we can get a group together and see maybe there's a, a diamond in the rough out there. There's this game type that we haven't even tried yet. It plays super, super good and we can add it to our rotation. Yeah, definitely. Always. I would Honestly, I would like to see Widow's Court. For what? I don't. It's huge. Though. I don't know. I don't know. I want it supremacy. I don't know. Probably not zone. That would be huge. Probably not zone control. Yeah. I mean, I think zone. Well, now zone. Zone. I could see zone much better than something else. I could maybe see zone because if you think about it, the size is probably comparable most to like rusted lands. It's probably still a little bigger than rusted mm -hmm. lands, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, mate, that's. I would be willing to try that. I think. I think. I think supremacy awful. would work well on it, honestly. But that's just me. Widows. It's all snipers. I don't, don't know. Maybe you're right. You don't have you, to run. A, totally I mean, like right. we don't have any maps where you're like, I probably should really be running a sniper or a long range weapon, aside from uh, maybe like rusted lands. I mean, it's all pretty relatively cool. I don't know. Just it would definitely add like a little bit more variety. Like we don't have to talk about it now. So. Yeah, it would. I mean, it, it would be <laughs> no, something interesting right. to try out for sure. So, see, this is the type of thing. So, if you guys listening have ideas for game types like that, just like we're talking about it here, even if it sounds crazy, like Caveman's idea, because he's a crazy guy, just <laughs> let us know. We can try him out, and maybe we'll find something really cool. Yeah. All right. So, then, after Sprint 2, now moving into Sprint 3, we have a standings update. We have a tie for first place with the Koalas and the Bulldogs at 5-1. and one. Uh, bringing up a tie for third and fourth, we have the Lions and the Sharks at four and two. Penguins and the Grizzlies are th both three and three. The new kids on the block, the Kings, are one, two, and three. You're going to have to explain that one to me, Ursus. I didn't realize we could tie. Oh, that's all explained. And then uh, the Unicorns are in eighth place at 0 oh and six. So, so the thing with the Kings is since they joined late, um, we did just have them 
accepting those losses to come in um, to the next season. They started uh, sprint two or not season. They sp started sprint two at zero and three technically, um, but for um, consistency purposes and to see how they're actually doing, I didn't want to include that in their in their final record. So I put it out there to show that you know they have been through two sprints even though they've only played in one gotcha um so they're they're actually only one and two okay i see um, what you i see what you're getting at now yeah it's, it's basically just to help me make sure that they played all their games well what what ended up happening um was uh what was the team uh platypus? i think it was platypus platypus ended up having a pretty tough yeah. time kind of getting their games in and so they just kind of decided that it would probably be better off uh if they if they kind of disbanded their team and some of the players have kind of been absorbed by by other teams, um, but Kings Kings came in. We were looking to replace them because we really wanted to keep eight teams in uh, in the conference. So we opened it up and these guys came in and they're like, yeah, we'd like to do it. So we said, okay, that's fine. But the only the only way you can do that is if you agree to kind of take these losses like on the chin because it's not really fair for everybody else to kind of. You see what I'm trying to say? So we yeah. just – that, yeah. that, that was it kind of the penalty the... For, 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 for starting late, um, even though it really wasn't their fault that they started late, I suppose. But it just kind of keeps the, the playing field level. I mean, they can still they can still qualify for the playoffs. They can still, like, make a run of it. But they've kind of got a little bit of a hill to climb. That was the that yeah. was the trade-off. So, and they knew that coming in. So they were cool with yeah. it. Yeah. So there you go with that. That's a good thing to clear up there, because that that was that they were like, like, wait, we can tie. How do they get three? I was very confused. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we ever <laughs> have talked about in the last two episodes. Well, I guess this is number four, but um, like, what exactly happened with uh, Kings joining and and uh, Platypus disbanding? Yeah. So yeah. so in a nutshell, that's that's pretty much it. A couple of the players have uh, joined other teams. Bob's is now on my team, the Grizzlies, and. Uh, Juice is a uh, he's on the koalas now as well. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't think I don't think the other guys have joined anywhere else. So those two um, have found new homes, and uh, we've we've actually played two matches with Bob's. And I'm not sure if you guys uh, Doc have broken out the juice box yet, but uh, that may be in the future. No, not quite yet. So with coming into Sprint 3 here, a um, bunch of interesting matchups to come. Let me just pull this up here quick. So with the Bulldogs, one of the, the team that's tied for first place right now, they're playing the Penguins, Caves team the Sharks, which knocked us, the Koalas, off the unbeaten streak. So that, that'll be a yep. very good game to watch. And they're also playing the Lions. Um, actually, the Lions get to play both first place teams this Sprint. They're also playing us. Let's see what other good ones we got down here. <coughs> yeah, Excuse Lions me. have a tough sprint ahead for sure. Um, yes, they do. Um, but they're also playing the Kings new team. Um, looks like, right? Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because right now on the website for the scheduling, the platypuses are still up there for the right. Season 3 schedule. Yeah, so use your imagination if you're looking at the schedule. The the platypus is the king's spots now. Um, yeah. So, so. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say I. So this is our first sprint. My team's first sprint. Um, 
the, where we get to play the unicorns. And I know at this point they're still at the bottom, but I'll say it again. I said it last week and it got cut off, but I'll say it again. They don't lose by a lot. They, they never no, get they blown out. I still have a lot of faith um, in that team. I think they have a lot of talented players. Um, when they played Lions last week, last Thursday, I mean, some of those games, man, they were just completely down to the wire. Uh, really, really fun to watch um, how they're playing together. And I think it's only a matter of time before they start to catch their stride and pull their season back up. And and keep in mind, too, these guys are all brand new to this entire competitive scene. They've never done this before. Um, they're just basically all going based on experiences playing with each other in normal Crucible and uh, – you know, their own skill that they've developed. So I, I really like to watch them. I'm rooting for you guys. Um, I hope we beat you, though, but I still like <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I know um, the Koalas, we played some pickup scrims against them a few days ago, and every game was pretty close. I mean, the only game that wasn't close, I think one of their guys got disconnected and it ended up getting out of hand. But besides that, it was pretty close every single game. I think I remember right you talking there. about that. Yeah, that they were... They were all good games. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on here to the leaderboards now after uh, sprint number two. Uh, from what I can see, not much has changed in terms right. of standings on those. I can explain on that. So um, some of you guys might not know, but the Bungie API went down for about a week, maybe two weeks ago. So the stats for those games have never come through. So what um, we're doing is going through the past broadcasts of the players who streamed their AM games and catching the leaderboard stats off of those. So that's why it's taken a little bit. Um, I actually, that, that was a little note I put in the update. I forgot to mention those will be fixed this week. Um, I worked on it this morning and I almost have uh, sleuthed my way into finding all of the numbers for that leaderboard update. Um, but all the games as of, I think, when was it? Maybe last Friday are now um, coming through again. So we shouldn't have this issue again. That's why the leaderboard has not changed a whole lot. This is a pretty unexpected, uncommon uh, circumstance. So sorry, uh, you'll get to see um, how much better you are than me soon. And um, <laughs> I'll post that up. Yeah, I, I think going forward, I think it'd be wise for the person who's streaming it to, before we leave to go to orbit, just scroll over to that scoreboard just so it's there, just in case the API goes down again. Because I wouldn't be surprised if that were to happen as we maybe get closer to D2 or the beta yes. for D2. So, please do. Well, if you think yeah. about it, please do. That would help a ton. Yeah. So once again this week, no one has submitted any questions for us to answer. Please submit us some questions. We'd love to answer some. <laughs> I might have done a bad job of getting that out there this time, actually. I didn't really. Yeah, it's uh, all right. I'm put, sure people. Put the announcement out. We'll, we'll make sure to, to advertise yeah. a little better this time. And I'm sure. Yeah, we... a lot of a lot of things were goofy this week because we were trying to be like, well, do we fix last week's podcast? Do we like re-record? Yeah. Do we totally start over? Do we like add beginning of the last one like do we there was a lot of like things that that got like goofy with this last week so hopefully next week we'll be a little bit more on track yeah um, and, and it should be we should be good to go 
because Ursus sweet talked his computer this week, gave it some nice sweet loving, so it's gonna oh, work yeah. for him this week. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching my audacity this whole time too to make sure the little blue bars keep going up. Yeah, I know. I've I've been keeping checking mine too, just in case, because now <laughs> just, I'm paranoid about it. I'm so oh, paranoid. Man, I have not been checking mine. Oh, there they are. Hello, blue bars. Okay, good. It works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no longer blue screen of death. It's lack of blue bars of death. There's no blue bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So let's go over the. I don't know the closing. Closing. Right, are we closing this up? This, are we done? Yeah. I think we've covered just about everything we need to cover, unless there's something else you guys yeah. can think of. I th- I think um, as far as taking half of a podcast and trying to uh, patch it up and make another podcast off of it, uh, we did okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to turn out terrible. Yeah. It's a bummer. Every we were like after we finished the last one, we're like, oh man, this one's so yeah. Cool. Oh, dude, oh the podcast God. started out so great. I mean, and, yeah, oh, you guys will hear, or you did hear. I guess if you're yeah, listening, you, did, you hear it. did hear it. Yeah, yeah. But um, it started out really good, really genuine, and all of a sudden, like I get, I get the audio clips from Ursus and Cave. I'm just like, <laughs> huh? Maybe, maybe I downloaded the wrong one. I tried to get it. Like, no, no, there's no audio for Ursus. Put it, uh, I put it, put it up in our channel. Like, guys, we got a problem. Ursus, where's your audio? And he just kind of like, what? And then we and him had like a 20-minute Skype conversation where I was looking at his screen via screen share trying to figure out what went wrong, and we have well, no before idea that, what Before that, I was playing um, – I had hopped into some games, and I keep getting messages from Doc. I'm like, dude, hold on, hold on. I'm in a game. And I look at one of them, and he's like, please look at Discord. And I looked, and I was like, no. <laughs> So hopefully this uh this will scratch the itch and and we won't have problems. I'm still looking at mine. It looks like I'm still recording, so that's good. Yes, very good. Very good. So as always, uh we can be found on iTunes searching the PvP Bearcast. We're on archive.org as our hosting site. WordPress.com is our intermediary so we can get on iTunes. And then as I was going to explain last week, but we got cut off, uh, SoundCloud only allows us three hours of upload time. So what I will be doing from here forward, I will only be keeping the two most recent episodes up. So I will be taking down episode one and putting up this episode. But episode one will still be able to be found um, on all the other sources. And for all the sources, if you just search PVP Bearcast, you will pop right up to our site. Hey, one quick note about that. So I think it was a Kingly user in our Discord brought it to our attention. Um, make sure you search for PvP Bearcast all as one word right now. Yes. Because yes. it may not come up otherwise, and we're working on fixing that. But if you type it in and you can't find it, make sure it's all scrunched together and it should come up. Yeah, and you'll doubt, and uh, I have it branded with our logo. Uh, so you should be able to pick it out of the crowd very easily you'll know it you'll know it and then we'll also get some links up on the website for you as well yes we'll do that there's actually placeholders on the media part i just don't have the links set up yet so it'll also be available there links to it there beautiful 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 guys all right I think that'll do it for us for episode three slash four. Mega episode. <laughs> thank you guys. The mega yeah, thank episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
we're we're gonna be back next week. Submit your questions. We want to know what you guys are thinking about. Ask us silly questions. Those are fun too. So. Oh yeah, silly questions. Yeah. Are always fun. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. You yeah. can you can try to embarrass us. You can, you can try. I dare you. No, I'm gonna. Good really luck. Saying that. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week. Uh, have your guys or have yourselves. Have your guys. Have yourselves a good week in Destiny, and uh, we'll see you later. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks, guys.